Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The other headline is is one I think was made a lot of people smile. Um, Virginia McCaskey, the, the Bears pa- uh, matriarch and defensive tackle, former defensive tackle Steve McMichael, were among the 60 semifinalists for election in two different categories for the Hall of Fame's 2024 class that was announced on Wednesday afternoon. They were nominated by the Pro Football Hall of Fame's 12-person seniors committee, mm-hmm. and McMichael was one of 31 semifinalists in that category for the seniors committee, and Virginia McCaskey was in the coach-slash-contributor uh, category, one of 29 semifinalists. So Mongo and Mrs. McCaskey now have an opportunity, along with 59 others, to get into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's a feel-good moment, obviously, for two um, very well-regarded members of the Bears family. Uh, obviously, Virginia McCaskey celebrated her 100th birthday earlier this year and and, and has, has meant a lot to this franchise, uh, you know, principal owner since 1983, if I'm not mistaken there. And then McMichael, you know, David, I, I got a chance in – 2019 it was to spend a lot of time with him when I was working on a, a deep dive story as part of our Bears 100 uh, project and coverage and, and just really came to to respect the you know if you had told 10 year old me that I was going to have a, a connection with Steve McMichael in the way that we developed one um, you know you, you kind of learned more about why he was so well regarded by that 1985 defense and that group that that stuck together obviously for for a, a while there and it was just his his you know he's known for the boisterous personality and the big personality and goes on to the, the the pro wrestling stage but those guys knew how hard he worked they knew how hard he grinded they knew how much he pushed others around him to be better and to see him get this recognition particularly in light of what he's dealt with now with this with this re- ongoing battle nasty battle with ALS it's just it, it, it warmed my heart yesterday to see that release come across from the Pro Football Hall of Fame and I'm hopeful that the senior committee has a, a very long and serious discussion about that um, you know Steve had told me in 2019 that the Hall of Fame didn't mean anything to him he said I know who I am and I know what I accomplished brother but I know deep down that 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 recognition and and being given entry into that hall would would be a, a true honor for him no doubt about it. And just to, to, to complete the loop on the Bears' uh, connections to this group of semifinalists, Clark Shaughnessy, the longtime defensive coordinator from 1951 to 1962, was also among the group. He was also the head coach of the University of Chicago from 33 to 39 and got to know George Hallis that way and became a consultant for the team in 1937. And, and then um, he um, moved on 
to coach with the Bears. So Clark Shaughnessy, C. McMichael, and Virginia McCaskey. You know, I think that's well put, Dan, in terms of Mongo and why I think he there's an emotional attachment that a lot of Bears fans feel, especially since the diagnosis in April 2021 of ALS, because he's been he's been out there with fundraisers. He's been out there with people reaching out to try to you know, help the cause. And, and I think that that's why I think it resonates with people who are now, they want so badly to have something good happen for this, this bear who was the epitome of everything you wanted a bear to be. That won't, that, and I know that won't, but it shouldn't overlook the fact he has hall of fame player credentials. No that doubt. Are legitimate. And, and he is a guy that 92 and a half career sacks, 12 force fumbles. He played in 191 games before he finished his career with the Packers, but 191 games with the Bears, that's the kind of durability and longevity that I think you often see rewarded because he was so good and played at such a high level with the kind of legacy that a Hall of Fame induction brings. Well, I'm glad you brought up that number because to me that's, if not the most impressive, one of the most impressive numbers attached to Steve McMichael because it was not only 191 games, it was 191 games in a row at that position in that era, right? And that doesn't even take into account the 12 playoff games during that span. So that's 203 games that Steve McMichael played without missing one. And he would tell you that, 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 that adrenaline rush got him through pain and discomfort and agony that a lot of guys nowadays would sit out a month for, you know, and that that's just kind of the warrior he was. And he understood what he meant to that group and what they meant to him. And he wasn't going to sacrifice a single game day uh, if he had any say in it. That's why if I'm one of those electors and I'm, I'm making a, uh, a vote and I'm looking at the list of names and you could make a case, obviously, clearly for all of them, I'm having a hard time moving on from Steve McMichaels because of the football reasons that were already somewhat legitimate and could be argued and have been. But I think the, the fact that how he has just epitomized the courage he played with throughout this battle with ALS I really hope it happens for Mongo. I really hope that this is, you know, the exclamation point at the end of, of a great career and it gives him something to smile about. And, and I said this on, on the Mullen Haw show on, on Thursday morning, without any disrespect, I could see the argument being made for Steve McMichael, probably a little stronger than Virginia McCaskey and taking nothing away from what she has meant to the NFL, what she has meant to female executives and what she's meant to the Chicago Bears. I just think that you could almost uh, you could make a strong case for Virginia McCaskey. I think you could make a passionate case for Steve McMichael. I hope the case is made for both of them successfully. But if I had to put one a little bit over the other right now, I would think maybe Mongo could have a better shot. Dan, Dan, Dan Pompey, we talked about the score on Thursday morning. He was very respectful of both people's both of their candidacies. We'll just have to wait and see what's next. Yeah, I'm with you there. One of my my favorite Mongo quotes of all time is, if you think I'm something special, I'm happy to agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) And I think we do think Steve's a little something special, and so hopefully he gets his due in Canton. Yeah, that would be terrific. That would be a great offseason story and and good news for everyone. Um, Also related to some of the headlines that uh, happened in the summer, we're within two weeks of Bears training camp. Some teams report next week the Jets are one of them, and they will do so in front of the HBO cameras, hard knocks <laughs> hits New York. And I ask you this, Dan, could they possibly, we know the hard knocks bounce. We know about how 
you, you kind of – they attracts the casual sports fan. It attracts people that aren't necessarily the diehard Sunday afternoon uh, football fan. Could hard knocks make Aaron Rodgers more likable? Yeah, for sure it could if 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 they make the effort. I like Aaron Rodgers when he's not talking about wacko conspiracy theories, and when he is talking about football, is is engaging and and fun to listen to. As as anybody I've been around in this league, I, I love post game and having opportunities to ask him about plays and listening to him, you know, detail them to the the, the, the smallest facts to know. The way he used to be the first yeah. decade of his career. Yeah. And, and, and so look like inject this into my veins. Like, let me know, you know, when, when the, the premiere is, let me know uh, what I have to do to set my HBO max or whatever it is now that I need to get the, the hard knocks on because I will watch. Um, and I'll be very intrigued to see kind of how they handle the Rogers storyline. I think it's one of the most compelling storylines in the NFL this year, because I don't know um, that Aaron is fully ready for the wrestling match, I guess the arm wrestling match that will go on with the New York media in 2023. It's going to be fascinating. It is. There are some bumps in the road. You know, the, the, the folks in New York aren't going to sit and, and, and take the R E L A X uh, lightly. You know, they're going to say, no, we're not relaxed. And we're going to ask you some more questions. And, and then there, there's the chance for, for, for friction that, that really disrupts Aaron's entire way of going about things. It'll all sort of start to be, seen and illuminated under these hard knocks cameras uh, at training camp. And I, I, I want I want a seat to this. I want a front row seat. And, and thank, thankfully, uh, HBO will give that to us. Sauce Gardner is another compelling figure. Robert Sala is an interesting guy. There's going to be somebody Heck, that emerges. Nathaniel Hackett, right? I mean, you talk yeah, about a guy yeah. who, who's, who's roller coaster ride the last couple seasons has been as jarring as anybody's. That, that's going to be another one to, to keep an eye on. So the New York media now includes HBO, or at least the scrutiny that we can point to when you always say well things change when you have that kind of glare in in you're in the spotlight i asked two two things that i want to know what you think of number one do you think that this somehow could affect their readiness for this season because of the element of distraction and secondly do you think that if there's any way and this might be a little bit of a stretch but dalvin cook still out there deandre hopkins still out there does any of this matter to guys like that when they're deciding on what team to choose because they're still waiting which team to choose and those two guys are the kind of talents that for the right offense in the right situation could tip the scales and be the difference between 10 and 7 and 7 and 7 and 10 or 8 and 9. Yeah, I think those guys have better ways of getting their intel and, and are certainly connected in the, the player fraternity to, to be able to get some information that helps them understand where they might want to go, where they might not want to. I've seen a lot of buzz about DeAndre Hopkins going to Kansas City and you, you, you kind of sit back in your chair and go, boy, does, does Patrick Mahomes really need another weapon? You know, and, and if he gets it, look out. Um, you know, but it, it'll be interesting. I mean, your, your first question was, could this affect their readiness for the season? Absolutely. It always can. And it's all about kind of the infrastructure and the guardrails you put up um, as a, as an organization to make sure that when you're on one of these rides, you don't get bumped around and, and knocked off course because it is difficult. Any training camp in general is difficult to navigate uh, just mentally. And, and, and then you add some of this in there and you just have to, to have some people in charge that, that steady the whole thing out. It'll be fascinating to watch.